Greetings, intrepid listeners, and welcome to another toe-curling, hair-whitening, pant-wetting episode of Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Tonight, we have scenes to shock and amaze, to change the very fabric of your life. We control the horizontal, vertical, and the other dimension. Depth? Is that it? I want to say depth. Maybe it's smell. So don't touch that dial. Look, there's a voice talent scout who said he'd be listening to the show today, and I'm being all dramatic to show my range. Perfect Strangers 3099 is up for syndication, and he need an announcer. Cool, huh? We cool? Yeah, yeah, we cool. <clears throat> so, here we go. Patan's Theater on Tub Space. Ah, crap. Well, there's that, I guess. It's a dark, dreary evening. I mean... I guess it is. It's hard to tell, right? Because we're in space, aboard the USS Tapan's radio program, and Tapan is about to begin his evening slot in the radio booth in our new episode, The Usual Cup Specs. Computer? Yo, 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 yo! Let us begin our pre-programmed pre-program routine program. I love this. Pardon me? What? You hear something? I heard something. Maybe a bird. Big space bird. Wasn't me, though. No siree, Bob. My name is Dupon. Who is this Bob? Opening Vulcan Musical Database. Loading Continuous Humming in B-flat by Surem. Mm-hmm. Commencing massage chair sequence. And now for my nightly cup of tea. What's up, boss? Computer. Freeze pre-programmed pre-program routine program. Done and done, chum. Computer, activate mauve alert. Wait, mauve? I know red alert is for weapons and shields, yellow is for just shields, and beige is when the ship's lavatory is occupado. But what's mauve alert? Alien attack? Sudden disruption of the space-time continuum? Let's think logically here. What's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Oh no. No, not... That. The purpose for me calling everyone to this room is as follows. Someone has removed my mug from the designated place on my desk at which my mug is usually situated. Uh. I appreciate the moving of my mug may have been accidental. If anyone requires reminding of the appearance of said mug, it is a white ceramic mug with the word Dupont printed upon the side at a perfect 90 degree angle with the purpose of informing all crew members that it is mine. I was having a bubble bath. Tapon. <laughs> nice shower cap, Tavon. Anyway, Kathy and I were having an early night. Oh, teen, we're working here. Dross and I were working a double shift in engineering, trying to find out why replicators can't make cheesecake. I tell a cunning lie in order to cover up the fact that I was just staring into space and had nothing better to do. I was... swimming. The ship doesn't have a pool crash. Swimming in work. Yes, work. A good save. My mind is like a steel trap. Full of mice. Sexy mice. Then I am glad I did not interrupt anything. The aforementioned mug is of tantamount importance to the continuing mission of this ship. Tantamount importance. Come on, Tapan. Computer, initiate the discontinuation of transit functionality program. Or for brevity, the DTF protocol. Ah, jeez. I uh, don't think DTF means what you think it does, Tapan. Tavon, are you unaware of the concept of acronyms? Computer, initiate. 
Authorization to pawn. 3.1415926. You can stop. I've done it already. What have you done, you knife-eared waste of skin? Hey! Don't worry, you're still the most useless member of the crew has been. It's Hoteen. I wasn't referring to your name, Romulan. People, enough is enough. Tapan, restore power. I respectfully refuse. That mug is as important to me as your favorite possession is to you. Possession? Which possession? The one that we crossed the neutral zone to collect. Hey! I have deduced that the cup went missing between 0900 hours and 2357 hours tonight. With Dross working with the computer all night and the complete ineptitude of Commander Space Danger, I have discounted them both from my investigations. I threw a triumphant fist into the air. Yes! Triumphant? The cretin just insulted you. I give Hoteen an exaggerated wink. A wink that says I know something that you don't. An innuendo-laden wink. A wink that says I- Get on with it! I could be annoyed, or I could just leave while you all have to wait here for this debacle to end. Big Blue and Blundering has a point. Crash. Huh? Could you give this note to Dross? And so Crash made his way out of the briefing room and down to the mess hall and got himself a meatball sub. Then he sort of stared out of the portside window for a few minutes, talking to himself about himself. Then he started... Reciting lines of dialogue into a small recording device is... Is he writing a screenplay? It sounded just awful. A rom-com western zombie detective story? Either he's a genius or... No, wait, he's an idiot. I remember now. Around 20 minutes later, Crash figured out where he was supposed to be going and ran down to engineering, where Dross was doing something incredibly technical. One more piece... There! I finally finished this giant Jenga tower! Thanks. Thanks a bunch. I skid to a halt, kicking a wooden block into the ensign's face. Ow! Dross, I've been looking everywhere for you. Except the one place I knew you were, of course. Really? How interesting! If you'll excuse me, Commander Space Danger, some of us have work to do. I'm gonna have to start all over. I put a hand on his shoulder feeling his skinny arm sticking through his engineer's jumpsuit. There hasn't been this sort of meat deficiency since I was suspended from Andorra's Mr. Muscle competition for excessive ogling of the other contestants. Dross, I need your help. What sort of help? I give my biggest smile, but dial it down as I watch Dross's face turn to terror at my toothy grin. Tapan has powered down the ship and we're completely dead in space. Dirter than Coke bottle glasses and engineering jumpsuits. Hey, why look my way when you said that? And why ask me for help? Hold my meatball sub while I buddy you up. I always thought of you as the plucky but po-faced humanoid shield slash sidekick to my charismatic, fearless space adventurer. Crash and Dash has a nice ring to it, don't you think? It does, but Dash isn't my name. It is now, my trusty but subservient partner. Kathy gave me this note to give to you. I didn't read it, because I can't re- uh, I didn't want to read it. Yes, that's believable. No follow-up questions there. Dross, I don't want to alarm the rest of the crew, so I've given Crashed Cranium this note. Don't panic. Oh no. I noticed an anomaly in our path and set a course to study it. Don't panic. Oh no. Tapan has powered down the ship, meaning our inertia is probably going to take us into it. Don't panic. <sighs> that means it's up to you to find some way to get us moving again. Yes. It's up to you and space danger. 
You may panic now. Ah! What is it, Dash? Wait. Did you drop my sandwich? Back in the court, Judge Tapan is presiding, and the rest of the crew are getting restless. Computer, after I vacated the radio booth last night, who was the next person to enter the room? It was me. Computer, please state who was the next person to enter the room. For the record. I had the morning show to record. You saw me. I believe I asked the computer. Of all the stupid- So Commander, I mean, Ambassador, wait, what is your rank now? <sighs> it's Just Hoteen. Mr. Just Hoteen was the next person to enter the room. Weird first name, dude. Is it like a family thing? <sighs> I am unsure of usual courtroom procedure, but I believe I should object. Objection. You were talking. What are you objecting to? Drac was making a cutthroat gesture. I found it objectionable. I simply wanted to let you know that I was going to kill you after this was done. That's how we do it on Konos. I saw it on Klingon Law and Order, and death, and honor. All right, all right. I can't take this anymore. I moved your mug. For what purpose? Where is it now? You left it in the middle of the desk, half empty. It was half full because I had drunk enough. It was in the middle of the desk because that is the optimum lifting trajectory to my mouth, also the most structurally sound area of the table. I needed to use the desk, you cretin. If you wish to institute a clear desk policy, you could submit a formal request to the appropriate body, namely myself. Can we institute a clear desk policy? Hmm, an intriguing policy. <gasps> Just say no. Oteen, I will consider your request. The next step would be a risk assessment, appointing a project plan, then a thorough analysis of where the mug should be moved to. After that... Forget it! Back to the matter at hand. What did you do with my mug? Did you destroy it? Did you put it in the airlock? I trust you did not let Drac touch it. I don't care enough to destroy it. Anyway, I simply put it out in the hallway and got on with my show. The hallway outside the radio booth? Oh, note upon. I think I may have broken your mug. Meanwhile, Crash, Crash's sandwich, and Dash, I mean Dross, try and formulate a plan to rescue the ship, if the ship even needs rescue. Kathy's probably worried about nothing. Oh, who am I kidding? The ship's probably heading for Borg space. Or Nagilum. First things first, I think we need to find out what this anomaly is. If it isn't dangerous, we might be able to slip right by. Let's get to the computer core. We might be able to restore some power and find out what the last readout was. I put a hand out, accidentally grazing Dross's lips. How sensual. Right, let's find this owl anomaly, whoever the blighter is. And so, oh, hold on. What rank are you again, Dash? <sighs> Technically, I hold the rank of spotter on Captain Drax's ship. Well, I'm giving you a field promotion to Ensign now. Here, take this. This badge says, Happy Birthday, Mom? And it was. Now, who gives the orders around here? You, sir. Ha ha ha! Right, Dash. Hold my delicious sandwich, and let's go wherever you said we should, because I order it. Back in the briefing room, Tavan prepares to give his statement on Muggate. So last night, I was walking along on my way to, um, do, do something secret. That is no alibi. Was it sabotage? Secret communiques? Raiding the mess hall for another slice of cake? 
I was going to bring Dross a coffee. I knew he'd been working all night and thought he'd need it. That is so nice. Almost unbelievably so. Admit it, Cardassian. You intended to poison my beloved spotter. No one may poison Dross. It is a coward's choice of weapon. I'd rather disembowel him myself. Dross, report to the briefing room for immediate disembowelment. Belay that. No, 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 no. I wasn't poisoning him. I'm nice. And I'm king of the Remans. Hortin, everyone is staring at you because you have consistently lied about your true identity. Just for clarification, are you king of the Remans? No. Anyway... I found a mug in the hallway and decided to take it back to the kitchen. But halfway there, I... I saw someone I didn't recognize. What? What did you see? Computer, prepare for intruder alert. Locked, cocked, and ready to squawk. No need for that, Kathy. It was a ghost. I cannot believe this crew saved me from a Romulan warbird. I swear, t'was a phantom. All pale and otherworldly running straight for me and wailing the most horrible wail. I dropped everything and just ran. You dropped my mug? Uh, hold on. I think I might have destroyed your stupid mug. Meanwhile, Crash, his sandwich, and Dross finally make their way to the computer core. And boy, are they sweaty. (sighs) Jeez, why is this ship so big? And why are you sweating so much? You're in much better shape than me. I taught myself to sweat on command. You never know when you might need a bit of extra... lubrication. Ew, forget I asked. There, that should give the computer access to some secondary systems. Computer, you listening in? Uh, yeah. Tapon asked me to take notes for the trial, but I kinda lost track. I'm like, not the best speller, you know? Are sensors still online? Hmm, no. Oh god, I'm blind! I'm blind! I had so much to see. A neutron star being formed, a Dyson Sphere, the finale of Gorn's Got Talent. You may as well just decompile me now. You don't have eyes! Oh, oh yeah. Now I can tell you the sensor's last reading. Oh, oh no. What sort of weird space mumbo-jumbo is it? Can you tell? It's weirdly dark. Like black? Like the absence of light. Like a black hole? Kind of, but circular. Like a hole? Like a black hole? Yeah, but like dense. Really solid looking. Like this sandwich? No, like a black hole. It can't be a black hole. If it were a black hole, the gravitational forces would have started pulling the ship apart by now. We have to get the engines back online and get out of the way before we fall into it. No can do, amigo. We're, like, so dead right now. But it's not all bad. We have just enough time to watch the last episode of Gorn's Got Talent. I look at my sandwich, hold back a tear over our short time together. What if we stuck my friend here in the cargo bay in one of the personal lockers? Would that protect her, at least? Crash! That's it! It is? Quick, to the cargo bay! Back at the trial of the century, Drac takes the stand. Where is he taking it? You say, don't be so silly, I'd reply. I had a very complex ritual to observe that particular morning. Why am I not surprised? Bloodletting? 
Knife juggling? Mug destroying? Normally all those activities would be a fair assumption. But that morning, I partook in the ceremony of the cleansing of the wronged heart. I took an ash bath. And you say my excuses are flimsy. After a <clears throat> significant breakup, <clears throat> a Klingon made shoes to burn these things they shared. Ticket stubs, photographs, jointly owned pets. Then they would bathe in the ashes to cleanse their hearts. Could you, you not just throw them away? Why is everything always fire and blood with you barbarians? I lit some candles. What more do you want? And what were the candles made from? They were flame candles formed from the blood of a, I mean, they were vanilla. Earth vanilla. Anyway, after my bath, my manly torso is covered in ashen white. That must be what the weather spy saw. My internal sensors indicate Drac is showing enhanced temperature and an elevated heart rate. There's like a dubstep festival going on in his rib cages. Clear indications of deception. Okay, okay, it was white ceremonial robes and face paint. Still rising. Pajamas at a trick of the light? Sky high now. Fine. It was a fluffy bathrobe and night cream. I was taking a battle bubble bath. You stole my bubble bath? I was on my way back to my quarters whilst doing manly battle lunges and practicing my war cries. Tavon must have heard my drills and mistaken them for whales. Computer? Ah, Grave, I'll take you all. I was singing Klingon love songs, the sad songs of Mike Hull of House Bolton. Tavon spooked me and I scream and ran. There, is my dishonor now complete? A fluffy bathrobe? It brings comfort to my house. Plus, I rock that fluff. No doubt, dude. No doubt. As I was skulking away, I kicked something off the gangway and down to one of the maintenance levels. That must have been your damned mug. Oh no. The maintenance levels? I destroyed the mug. Scene change. My favorite part of the episode. Crash, his sandwich, and Dross have made their way to the cargo bay in order to... Wait, I don't even know. Let's all just shut up and listen to what I assume will be yet another ingenious Crash master plan. A Crash-der plan. Okay, Crash, I'll explain again. We have no thrusters. Yep. No transporters. Okay. No way off the ship. Affirmative. Heading for a black hole. Uh-huh. Have to find some way to get clear. Oh, oh, I raise my hand. I have it. Are you going to suggest thrusters again? No, of course not. I was going to ask if you wanted a bite of this sub. Eating always helps me think. Oh, wait a minute. Let's use the thrusters. Computer, are you ready? You betcha, Dross, buddy. But I should point out that depressurizing the cargo bay is mucho dangeroso. It's been a while since I checked my anatomy files, but I'm pretty sure Andorians and Italians need oxygen to, you know, live. With main power out, we have to be in this room to activate the cargo bay doors manually. We only need them open for a few seconds. That might just be enough for the ejected air to nudge us out of the way. Crash, do you know what you have to do? I squint, trying to remember the very thing Dash told me five minutes ago. I want to say... Thrusters. No! Once I've visually checked the trajectory and given you the sign, you hit the button to close the cargo bay doors. Sir! Got it. And if there's a problem, I can always throw my sandwich and block the doors. Yeah, sure, whatever. Just make sure you press that button, okay? 
Computer, I need you to narrate what's going on, not for any expositionary reason, just because I'll find it comforting, okay? Expositionary is my least favorite position. Fine with me. Just be careful. They don't say YOLO for nothing, you know? Crash, press the button and hold on. Opening cargo bay doors. Hold on to your peeps, peeps. Guys, the air is venting. Dross is giving me the sign. It's slowly pushing us away from the anomaly. All the air has gone, campers. I'd make a joke, but I think the atmosphere is a little hostile. Girl, you slay. Dross is giving me the countdown sign. Just five more seconds. Four, three, two, one. Press the button, Crash. He did it. Door is closing. Wait, guys, there's a problem. That door was damaged in the decompression sequence. There's a tiny micro-fracture. Oh, wait! Crash has thrown his sandwich at the door! Computer, what happened there? I nearly blacked out! Is everyone okay? No. Everyone is not okay. Tears run down my cheeks as I remember my old friend, Lieutenant Sandwich. You gave the sandwich a higher rank than me? It was a meatball sub-dash. You're lucky I didn't make it an admiral. I'm recommending it for a posthumous pike cross of valor. It doesn't seem to obey the laws of physics as I know them, but Crash's sandwich seems to have created a seal over the microfracture. We're saved! Not yet we're not. We have to get to the bridge and find out if all this was worth it. I pull a miniature kazoo from my pocket and hold it mournfully. Would anyone mind if I play a tune to commemorate our lost comrade? That's a nice sentiment, Crash, but let's wait until after- Rest well, poor sandwich. We hardly knew you. <laughs> well, at least it's not another character. The last thing this show needs is a new crew member. Let's get away from this touching scene and back to the trial, where Kathy is about to give evidence. I was on maintenance level two, in the bowels of the ship. Dross has been nagging me for weeks that we could use that space for some ship upgrades. What kind of upgrades? A phaser bank, a brig that has a locking door, toilets that don't pull us out of warp each time we flush them, a vending machine that sells something other than Plomeek soup. Anyway. The place was a mess. Apparently Mo Latinum stores all the unsold radio program merchandise down there. T-shirts, mouse pads, whatever those are. Notebooks. Mo Latinum believed that people would want program swag. I tried to tell him that anyone could just replicate the items, but he chose not to listen. Exactly. So I decided to just disintegrate all that crap. Prudent, but wait. Yep. Maintenance level two is directly under that gangway the cup was knocked off. If the cup landed in that pile... It would have been destroyed, or at least smashed. I see. The needs of the many have outweighed the teas of the few. If you will excuse me. That was so sad. That mug deserves a place among the honored dead. We'll figure out how to fix this later. I've got to get to the bridge. Whew. Oh boy. Let's see if Trash and Crash were able to save the ship. To the bridge, uh, just like Kathy said. Full power has been restored, peeps. Uh-oh. We're heading right for it, aren't we? 
The black hole is way too strong. It sucked me in faster than those bad boy pack-led computers my programmer always warned me about. Oh, what's the point? We're doomed. I throw myself to my knees in agony. Ooh, a penny. It occurs to me I never gave you the full safety briefing when you guys came aboard. <clears throat> Welcome aboard the USS Tapon's radio program. In case of emergency, we recommend you beam off the ship or use the escape pods. Unless we're stuck in a black hole, in which case the pods aren't going to do you much good, so you should just replicate some cyanide, whichever poison your species is most sensitive to, and wait for the sweet release of death, because it's going to be a hell of a lot better than being crushed by a black hole. Thank you for listening to the safety demonstration. Enjoy your flight. YOLO! The in-flight movie will be airplane. Uh, computer? Why aren't we dead? I ball up a threatening fist. If I lost that sandwich for nothing. Hmm. Interesting. It looks like I may have made a slight boo-boo. There was a smudge on my port side scanning lens. A black smudge. One that could easily be mistaken for a black hole. So what was it? A wormhole. That's even worse. Worse than death, Crash? That depends on where we ended up. What if it's somewhere that buff, sexy men like me are cast aside for dweeby little plebs like you know what? We should just move on. If we've been through a wormhole, where are we now? Well, according to my star charts and my big book of astrology... Don't you mean astronomy? No, we're only 4.8 meters from where we entered it. Ooh, and also, FYI, we should be aware of Geminis keeping secrets. Ah, oh, the deceptive Gemini. Always plotting their sneaky plots. Hey. Isn't Tavonic Gemini? Dross, am I glad to see you. I take it everything worked out okay. You did it? Actually, Captain Kathy, it was Commander Space Danger, sir. He saved us all. Well, Crash, well done. How about we go down to the mess hall and I'll replicate you some lunch? Mournful sniff. Anything but a sandwich. It's just too soon. Not going with them, Dross? Nope. I wanted to talk to you about this. Yay! Tapon's mug! You found it! Yep. In your core room. I, um, don't know how that got there. It must have been aliens or something. Well, you're all aliens to me, I guess. Maybe it was ghosts? Do you have feelings for Tapon? What? No, duh. I'm not in love with anyone. I'm a computer, remember? Come on. It's me. We're friends. Oh, oh, Dross. He thinks like a machine. He's balanced like a quadratic equation and built like the computer of a sovereign-class ship. But I'm not in love with him. I'm trying to emulate him. I'm trying to emulate you all. Us? Why? You're all useless. I mean, on paper, you should have barely been able to overcome puberty, but you came together and managed to defeat the Romulan military, time dilation, and an alternate universe dictator. You guys are unstoppable when you're all together. And I want to be like you. I stole this mug to find out more about Tapan. I've stolen loads of things from you all. Computer, you don't have to be like anyone else. You're great the way you are. You're part of our successes. We couldn't do any of this without you. I'm nothing special. I'd struggle to add one and one if I didn't have an inbuilt calculator. <sighs> I genuinely don't agree with your assessment of your importance to us. You're the heart and soul of this ship. You keep us all safe. Just promise to stop stealing stuff to observe our reactions, okay? It's super creepy. Oh, Dross. 
If I was capable of a high-five, I would make your palms sore. Thanks, I... guess... Wait, that scene had... emotion? I thought we were a comedy show. I'm not complaining, I think it's great to have gravitas, but maybe next time I won't record these intros sitting in my underpants. Maybe. Anyway, later that evening, Tapan enters his radio booth, a broken Vulcan. Computer. Should I start our pre-programmed, pre-programmed routine program? No, there is no logic in that. Without my mug. About that? Look what I found! What? My mug. Oh yeah. I scanned the ship and found something in one of the Jeffrey's tubes. It must have got caught in there when it fell off the gangway. Computer, for once I am lost for words. You don't have to say anything, big guy. Let's just get our party started. Computer, commence pre-programmed, pre-program, routine program. I love this. Me too, computer. Me too. And I hope you did also, dear listeners. Join us next time, same star time, same star channel. Or wherever you decide to listen to that episode, for Tapan's Theater on Subspace, you dig? Wait, let's do that over. I tried something and it didn't really work. What do you mean you already hit transmit? Of all the incompetent idiotic... Thank you for listening to Tapan's Theater on Subspace. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever you're listening to this on. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tapon on Subspace or visit us at ttos.cool. Today's episode was written by Rich Masters. Episode art by David Axwizard Booth. Episode edited by Matthew Tusseroni with music by Vitizen. Announcer was voiced by James O'Fallon. Tapon was voiced by Jeff Rowich. Kathy and the Ship's Computer were voiced by Poppy Jenkins. Crash and Tavon were voiced by David Spivey. Drac was voiced by Matthew Tusseroni. Dross was voiced by Paul Turner and Hoteen was voiced by Rich Masters. Full individual social media links are in the description. Mm-hmm.